welcome to Echoes of Glory, Season 9, Episode 2. I'm Jack. I'm ASD, or White Chocolate, if, if you know me. Okay, that's one, <laughs> one way to start a show. Um, this is going to be tough today. Um, the weekend's result and performance was a real, real struggle. Yeah. Um, so before we get into the joy of discussing that, let's talk about teams and players that are the best that you've ever seen at parking the bus, time-wasting, just genuinely annoying the home supporters. There's only one for me, and we were talking about this off-air. I don't have a single person, because it's, it's, it's all Pulis. It's Pulis. When I was going every game, when I had time and money, it, and Spurs were cheaper, like Stoke would come. And it, it was the only game where me and Joe, when we were going, would be like, oh. Let's just not bother buying yeah. tickets for that game. It was that. It's that bad. It was. It yeah. was just not worth it because you knew exactly what they were going to do. They were going to play on the break, but not even push out. They were just going to play on the break if they happened to be out there. It was with one player with as well. One player, and it, it's always the goalkeepers that do my head in because the rest of them, like they're just chasing the ball. But the goalkeepers, they, they, they'll pick up the ball, they'll squeeze it, they'll move across to the other side of the six-yard box, go back to the posts click their uh, heels against the post to get the mud out their, their cleats. I was about to say cleats. I was spending time with my brother-in-law. Um, they'll drink a bottle, run up, kick it, but pull up, then go back and then kick it. And it would have taken 30 seconds. In 30 yeah. seconds, do that. If not longer. If, if not, not longer. longer. And it really does take up a lot of time and it drives people nuts. However... Spurs, the, the fans behind the goal are the ones getting annoyed and so he's just going to do it more so it's, it's the fans are bringing it on themselves you know? there, there are a few names for me that, that stick out of recent years Joe Hart was, <laughs> and the, the game at Wembley last year against Burnley when we beat them 1-0 Ericsson scored in injury time yeah. and he took an absolute eternity yeah. apart from when we scored which yeah. was the best bit because we <laughs> scored and he went for a Burnley goal kick and he was sprinting to that's, get the ball that's what I was just a, about to talk about the Ajax keeper Onana do you remember him how like just before yeah. we scored in the the third goal he he did he tried to tell the referee that the ball was deflated it was that bad which is amazing and he got Absolutely yeah amazing. I think he got yellow carded I like seeing him yellow carded we'll ne- the problem is we'll never ever ever see a goalkeeper sent off for time wasting no. well, but if it's two yellow card offences he should but it'll has ne- it ever happened I've, I've, I've never seen it I, I don't not remember it I don't it's remember it such a big call for a ref to make isn't it it would never yeah. happen um, a few <coughs> other uh, other names that were just pros at it the Wolves goalkeeper Marcus Hanneman from uh, uh, we were talking ago. 10, 12 years ago Mick McCarthy era yeah. they were unbelievable at it just taking so so long to get anything forward McCarthy Pulis and Allardyce right mm. it's them teams it's the, and yeah. Sean Dyche sides now just take ages doing it can you blame them? no it works it keeps teams in the Premier League you know you have a look at you have a look at Norwich who I'm loving Norwich this season they're, they're that pooky I think he's brilliant and they're going for games they're going for they? games yeah. they will get destroyed by if you want a triple captain do it for when your striker is playing Norwich because Kane's going to get a hat-trick I tell you what's crazy as well Kane got eight hat-tricks that year he got eight hat-tricks really? in, a, in a 12 yeah. in a 12 month do you remember? yeah and I, that's crazy when, when you come back. It's like one a month, isn't it? Like, month, like yeah. Every four or five games, you're yeah. scoring a hat-trick. Uh, yeah, Norwich will get battered. But it, but the, and they might drop out the league, which would be a shame because it's, that's what football's about. Yeah. Um, but just going back, I, you can't have a go at these teams for these tactics, right? No. We do it. Yeah, we do. You know, when, watch us against City from two weeks ago. 
and we're we're running the clock down in that second half. You yeah. can't criticize sides for doing and it. It's part of the game. It's part. Of, we should be able to get through it if we're not we're not good enough. That's just the way. It's like having big Bowser on Mario Kart versus something that's light. You know, boom. I don't know. Toad. Toad. Exactly. Yeah. Like you just have to play to each other's strengths and weaknesses. Yeah. Um, I would like to see a rule change with time yeah. wasting, because. Let's take Spurs Burnley from last season. We beat them 1-0 at Wembley, one of the worst games of the season. Yeah. They time-wasted for 88, 89 yeah. minutes at the whole game. We scored right at the death. Right? They, they were the side that were wasting time. Yeah. We score 1-0 up. Then there's six minutes of added time. I don't think that's right. I think referees have got to start looking at it. And when a team is deliberately time-wasting, if they then go behind, that time shouldn't be added on. Because what effectively happened in that game was Burnley were rewarded and given extra time for the time they'd wasted to try and get back into the game. Does that make sense? Yeah. So if, if you're it's the mental. side that is taking seven, eight minutes to take kicks and all of a sudden I get you it. need to score, don't allow it. I get and it. then it's, that would completely stamp it out. Yeah, so I guess if the referee shows that he's stopping, he's adding time for time-wasting... Yeah, I, what, I think have, it'd be interesting. Have two watches, and then the home team time wasting, add it, and then you know exactly what is a fair amount. If it's level, then you can. What about add, add a rugby cap clock, seventy minutes, and it just stops when the ball goes out? How do you feel about that? Mm, too, too much like rugby. <laughs> <laughs> can um, we talk about who's world number one in rugby at the moment? Who are the, it's Wales. Um, Next, so I can edit that out. <laughs> um, so that's fine. Um, another mention, just the cricket at the weekend was absolutely sensational. Yeah, he's not um, a sports person of the year, but in my humble opinion, you don't agree with me. Lewis I Ham- think there's a, this guy literally like led England to the one day World Cup draw. If we could end up, yeah, <laughs> with a dodgy dive and the, yeah. the ball hits the bat, if we end up going on and winning the this Ashes series. It's not all on him, but we're still in the series because of him, like no doubt. And Talksport were doing what is the best individual performance you've seen from a sportsman in a team game, and people saying Ben Stokes this is the greatest ever. Is that, what is a that, statement? He's had a nice little over. He's had a nice couple of overs. <laughs> he's hit a few balls. It's nice, and I've, I'm happy for him. And also amazing what spec savers are doing. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. By giving free glasses for life, that is just absolutely brilliant. And yeah. the pictures of like Stokes at one end. Like collapsing because he's so exhausted, and then Leach at the other end, like wiping his glasses between overs. It was literally like, like this is the pinnacle of sport, but it's village cricket, is what's going on. My my sports personality of the year is when Lewis Hamilton wins his seventh world championship. He's had a lifetime of excellence, and no one in this country cares, and I just. I think he, was, he is it. massively overlooked, and there is this big perception that oh, he's cocky and oh, it doesn't. It's Best like, in the world. But what sportsman isn't cocky? Like to be at the top, you have to have arrogance. Like you're not going to get that. Harry Kane's arrogant, yeah, yeah. but in the public eye, yeah. he's just perceived as listen you know, to doing all this Lin- stuff. I've just started listening to that Lineker Baker podcast with Gary Lineker and Danny Baker. Um, and Lineker comes across, he, all he wants to do is score goals. He's so arrogant, he, will, he would rather not pass if he has the chance of scoring goals. It's arrogance. It, and Lewis, he's, he's from Stevenage as well. It's not a good start. Oh, definitely not them. Shit all. Um, so let's talk about the Newcastle game then. Pain from kick-off to the end. We've, it's, I, I don't know why we think... Where, where the thought that we did, we, we're much better than that has come from because if you have a look over the last 20 games that we've played I know you've got that, the, the, mm. the, the chart of games since February but we haven't been good since Christmas at all and 
I think it's very easy to play against us. The team selection is, is driving me crazy because mm. you look and you go, why is Sissoko on against Newcastle where mm. we don't need him? Yeah. Why is Sissoko and Winks playing? Why are we playing three wide players when we've got one of the best creative midfielders in the world sitting on the bench? I know there's contracts, but Alderweireld's in the same boat yeah. and he is... He was the best player on the pitch probably for us, which doesn't say much. But. It is weird. I, I, when I initially saw the team, I didn't mind it, especially the way we set up, because he basically said to Son and Lucas, you're wingers today, don't worry about tracking back, just stay high and wide, which is a tactic that we very rarely use. Yeah. We often say, get someone quick out wide and get, the, and get him running at, running at his players. But Newcastle defended, that was literally how to play that system and how to stop Spurs is you get that five across the back yeah. so even when it did go to the wingers Lucas and Son had to go past two because it's yeah. the wing back and then the cover in centre half we didn't move the ball anywhere near quickly enough but yeah. it, what frustrates me and we've talked about this for so many years is there are always going to be games where you don't play well it's impossible to play yeah. like City if we'd have drawn nil-nil yesterday yeah. or Sunday sorry that would have been a poor result but one that you get over and you say, oh, clean sheet, well, we, we haven't yeah, lost, yeah. all of that stuff. And it's like, we'll go through the games that we've lost in the league this season. And there's a case for pretty much all of them where it's like, just sometimes say, it's not, not meant to be today, respect the point. Yeah. And that can end up being... So, let, let's, so this is us since February yeah. in the league. So we lost 2-1 away to Burnley, 2-0 away to Chelsea, drew 1-1 at home with Arsenal, lost 2-1 at Southampton, lost 2-1 at Liverpool... Then beat Palace 2 0 at home, beat Huddersfield 4 0 at home, yeah. lost 1 0 away to City, beat Brighton 1 0 at home, then lost 1 0 at home to West Ham, 1 0 away to Bournemouth, drew 2 2 with Everton, beat Villa 3 1, drew 2 2 with City, and then lost 1 0 to Newcastle. I mean, we're not, we're not scoring goals, we're not keeping clean sheets. Like, it is a real, real worrying, <laughs> worrying picture. And it's 15 points from our last 15 games, which. Is we're not we're not going to go down, but that kind of form is really Shocking. really alarming. Um, and you look, we've taken four points so far this league campaign. Liverpool are on nine. That they're, they're already you know if we lose at the weekend and they win, we're too far behind them. But like, we yeah. won't make that up Eight already. Eight behind, yeah. Like it, it, so, it, it's it's incredibly frustrating. The the comments that Potts made as well in his post game interview were very strange about how the squad's the most unsettled in the six years he's been here and then he made comments like the coaching staff are unsettled and all things like that and it just makes you think what what is going on like yeah. there is whole, all this stuff with Alderweireld and Eriksson's contracts not that it's really affecting Alderweireld um, not too much anyway for Tongan being on the bench and having a black eye like, you're just like what what is going on um, I think it's great for us to have Ben Davis back fit and there's been a lot of talk about Danny Rose and people he divides a lot of people Danny Rose and yeah. people are like no I love him or it's not I hate him and I, I'm in the camp of I love Danny Rose yeah. but the three games so far this season he, he, he's been all over the place he's as has Sanchez yeah. Sanchez has been has looked really really struggling and I, I like Sanchez I mean he's a good centre half but he's just been not great I think Ben, you've got to bring Ben Davis back into the oh, side. Yeah. Well, there's a reason we, well, apparently we transfer listed Rose. He's he's blood and thunder, and then actually not much else at the moment. He he's not a winger. He doesn't beat people. He's putting crosses in that no one can get on, and he is giving away the ball and fouls a lot. I love him, and I like what he stands for. And, and you know, he's been with us a long time. From and a he's young been man. through a lot personally as yeah, well. Yeah, that's what I like. And for him to even 
be out on the field playing yeah. in itself is an absolutely amazing achievement. But like, I think sometimes as fans, you can watch games and you what you want to see is you want to see a player giving how the fan feels. And for me, that's what Danny Rose does. He's the most committed player. He goes wholeheartedly into challenges. Like the, you can't question his commitment to the team. No. But that that in my opinion only takes you so far. You've got to be good with the ball. You've got to get your crosses in the right areas. You've got yeah. to be good defensively and. For me, Rose and, and Sanchez so far this season have been so far short of what we need that he has to look at bringing Ben Davies back inside. And the reason that I'm focusing more on Rose is this Vertonghen situation clearly looks like Vertonghen's not in the side for the foreseeable future at the moment, whatever's Which going is on. crazy. Because Sanchez's performance, even before the Newcastle game in the first two games, were you know he deserved to be dropped, really. And if he's not going to drop him, then there's... It's not all performance. So there's something else going on there. But Rose and Sanchez on that left side of the defence is a real worry. And all teams are doing is just putting it in that area. Yeah. They're not. They're not trying anything Ooh. else. Ben Davis is back from injury. That's why he was out, right? Yeah. So I don't think that was a tactical thing. I think it was right. He's back now. Let's get him on. For Tongan, I've got no idea because I, I, I would quite happily argue to make a case he's one of our greatest ever players. Mm. You know, like top twenty players of all time. Just commitment. He said just before the season started how much he loved it and they were hoping he would just get a contract. He's a complete centre-back, hasn't he's he? Brilliant. He has everything. He's brilliant. He's classy. I, I don't agree with your point on I want to see a player feeling like the fans do because the, the fans in the ground naturally have heightened emotion. I want to see just cold-hearted mm. killers. I want to see passion and I want to see him motivated enough for it, but I don't want to see him emotional. I want, them to, I want to see him just... I want to see him really ruthless. I don't think we've seen a ruthless Spurs. Like the last season at White Hart Lane, we go through teams. Yeah. They, like the, the Arsenal game, I'll, I'll never forget that Arsenal game. So I've never been to an, a London derby of any, any, and including Fulham and QPR, mm. where you go, we are going to win this game. Arsenal yeah. aren't even going to get a foot in. And it was true. We yeah. went through him. It, it was only 2 0. We scored two really, really quickly, and the game was over. But it was never in doubt. There's never, ever a ne- never in doubt game. Mm. Even when we played, who did we play at. Um, the MK Arena was it Gillingham last season? Do you know what I'm talking about? Remember we played one game at the MK. Watford. Watf- was it? We played Watford in the cup. It went to uh, penalties. Someone else. Well, I'll, I'll give you the Wickham the Wickham game then where we beat them four three. We shouldn't have even. They shouldn't have even been in the yeah. game. City wouldn't let that happen. Yeah. yeah and that, that's the difference between City and Liverpool. They, they, I think their bench is really good as well. Like you, we're talking about the replacements. Rose is a, was our first choice. Maybe our a second choice now he's not good enough mm. Sanchez at the moment isn't good enough Sissoko isn't good enough Lamella isn't good enough I, mm. I, I don't know what he brings yeah. he's, he's, I, I really want to love him and I respect how hard he's trying he's given the ball away so many times yeah. you have a look at the, the again that sem- the semi-final against Ajax it's my favourite Lamella moment where we're winning or we're, we're going through <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. and he yeah. gets the ball it's 95 minutes and he tries to dribble it out yeah. and he, he gets tackled he, he just tries a nutmeg in, in and nutmeg. Think, what are you doing yeah. and so it's just remember when we used to take Modric out of the team and nothing would happen yeah. it's like you take one t- player out a lot changes mm. you take three players out I'm talking Batongan, I'm talking Ericsson I'm talking maybe Ndombele I think we missed him mm. more than you know, I, I, I don't know why yeah. Sissoko would start over him ever, I, although he's I got think it. he was injured. But they've, they've said that, hasn't they? But then there's a bit of stuff coming out that's like, he's got a, he had a bit of a tight fire and they said, oh, we've got Arsenal yeah. next week and it's Newcastle so we can do without him. But you've got to be, just be so careful in these type of games, yeah. don't you? The, the, the point is, we were missing three players and the, you can just see we had no answer. Mm. No answer. We're struggling. Winks, who 
I'm a fan of. You're, I know you're an absolutely fan. massive fan of Harry Winks, and I think he's a good player. I don't necessarily think he's a real top player. Changer, I, think, I think he's a good player. Yeah. Um, for me, he tends to struggle in the games where the opposition are poor. It's like Villa yeah, yeah, and yeah. Newcastle. When it's a lot more of a fight and they try to make it 50-50s and yeah. we're just going to battle with you. For me, those are the games where you probably expect him to be a lot better in. Yeah. And it's like he's a much better footballer than the midfielders he's coming up against. But they, he often ends up playing the game that they want. Yeah. Whereas in the, against yeah. the top sides, you know, City, Liverpool, where it's, it's high brilliant. energy, you've got to keep the ball and all that. He is always the best player on the park. But think yeah. back to the Champions League games, like the game against Madrid when he was in there and he yeah. was just absolutely sensational. Um, I think it's... It's a shame that we haven't had a, a fit Eric Dyer. I don't know how far away he yeah. is. Mate, um, Delhi. Delhi's the one. And Delhi, Delhi hasn't really played that much this calendar year, has he? He's, he's had a lot of injuries. Yeah. He's um, so important to us. And I think people are starting to realise how big a player for us yeah. he actually is. Because there's still fans that sort of say, I'm not really quite sure what he does, which ama- time, amazes yeah. me because he does it all. Um, well, that's the thing, I think. That's a really good point where it, it feels like we've got the two, which is usually Sissoko and Winks then we've got the three and then Kane it doesn't feel as fluid like you have a look at Liverpool where you never know who where anyone's going to be really you have a look at City and you've got basically five attacking midfielders just in the box waiting for the ball we, we go well Kane's going to be in the box unless he's dropping really deep yeah. and then you're going to have Lamella Son whoever else Mora just sort of buzzing around not being yeah. particularly helpful not beating them and I think Kane always struggles in games where sides play a back through a back five when yeah. he's up against three centre halves because they just form a box round him most strikers are going to struggle with that and there are points in the game you know where he's, he's got coming into our own half to collect the ball yeah. and it's like I get it that he wants to get involved in the play and that but it shouldn't be, you know, I don't want to see him now. I want to see him, the highest man up the pitch. And yeah, it's like, yeah. that's where you need Winks, Ericsson, these guys to come in and actually take the ball and do a bit more. But it's just, those games are just so frustrating as a fan because you, you, you know, after half an hour of that game, I was sat there and most Spurs fans were probably the same and they were thinking, this is going to be a struggle, yeah. a real struggle yeah. to get anything. There's the penalty shout, which has, again, divided people. There was, a lot, there was a lot of stuff on Twitter about, oh, what's the point of VAR and all that if they're not going to use it? To clarify, they use it yeah, yeah. and they deemed it not an incorrect decision, yeah. not something they wanted to overturn yeah. it. I, I'm still, I don't know if it's a penalty. What? I've watched it 20, 30 times and Kane moves into Lascelles. Lascelles yeah. makes no attempt to play the ball, but I don't know if Lascelles makes any kind of contact with him. There might be minimal but it's nowhere near enough for him to go over. No, for me, Kane could have stayed on his feet there and got a shot in. You reckon? Definitely. I'm not sure. Because I, I don't see him going down that easily. And Lascelles falls over because he knows he's not getting the ball and throws his body in front of Kane's straight line. He could have... Maybe if he was... He could have stayed up if, if, that's, if the world... If everything meant he needed to stay on his feet. But in, in terms of play moving quickly... I think Lascelles just takes him out. This is where I'm, I'm really confused because I, I don't really know what constitutes a foul anymore and that might sound stupid but it's like no, no, no. it can't just be if there's contact foul. Like, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. That, it, it can't be that. Like It's a contact sport so there's going to be a bit of that and it's like I, I, I'm really sort of baffled at what the rules of the game are now it's like you see an offside decision and you're like in my head that's offside but then you're like is it now like you don't really know like, what's handball like there's so many of these things that are just really really not clear yeah. and 
I know the majority of people have said it's a penalty. I think it's one where if you're Spurs, you're screaming for a penalty. If it's no, the other way round, sure. you'd be saying, I don't know. I'm not sure. I think he, I think it, it, it's a semi-contact sport. It's not like rugby, which is it's a full body contact. Mm. This is, but it's shoulder to shoulder, I think, or tackling. This was shoulder to knee, and I, there's no room it for it. It was desperation from Lascelles as yeah. well, wasn't it? And just he got like, away with it. Get, yeah, throwing myself Fair in the way. Fair play to him. Um, a real, real frustrating game. Yeah. But like, you, I can't moan too much because we d- we deserve to lose that game. We should there have started. I'm not sure why it's not starting. I don't know. It's difficult to know what really is going on behind the scenes. If you, if you're talking about the best Tottenham team, Ericsson's in it. Yeah. Right. I, there's no, you can't really debate that. He is. He's in our best eleven. No problems at all. But if there's a lot of stuff happening behind the scenes and. He doesn't strike me as the kind of guy that would be disruptive, but you, you, without knowing him, you don't know, do you? What but you know? What's you don't know what the atmosphere in the dressing room's like. Is it bad, and is he contributing to it? Is it, is there a you know a small group of players that are not happy, and then there's it's, it's fairly black and white. I, I I agree with that hundred percent. If he's not able to play, he shouldn't be on the bench. If he's on the bench, he's able to play. If he's able to play, he should be on the pitch. The, 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 it, that's I, I'm trying not to be as black and white in my life, mm. but that seems super black and white. What if if he's disruptive or his head's not right? Then why is his head it's only right for twenty minutes? Isn't it? Vertonghen's yeah, well, in the same boat. But just just don't bring him. It's it's for me. I look at what's going on with Ericsson and I think he's almost certainly going. And we are not starting him because we can't risk an injury. Yeah. And if he gets a bad injury, what, then we can't. This window, yeah, I think he'll be gone in the next few days. Yeah, I think because otherwise, Where? otherwise, I don't. Know he can't go to Munich. Up. He can't go to Juve because they can't afford him. Barcelona literally have got no money. Real Madrid have got no money. They're the only players, they're the teams he wants to go to. We'll see what happens. Those big sides can always find money from out, of, from out of nowhere and there's still a lot of deals that can happen between those countries. I just think if he was, if he was staying for now, he'd be in the side. He would be, even if you're thinking, yeah, yeah, I'm not, I'm even if you're thinking that. that you know he's going to go on a free yeah, at the end yeah. of the season, you'd think, well, I've still got him for twelve months, so I might as well have him in January. I reckon he's going in January. We'll get Dybala and everything will be okay. Yeah, I hope so. A lot of positivity. The, the the thing for me is the measure of. We've always said it. The measure of the manager is not how well they build one team because Mourinho, all he's ever done is build one team. Mourinho buys a solid like a solid striker, Drogba, midfielder, Terry, defensive midfielder, any one of his, yeah. McAuley, and then Terry, and then a goalkeeper, Czech. Like, that's what Mourinho does. And he always left after two, three years because he couldn't build another one. The reason why Ferguson is the greatest manager that will ever live is because he built 10 different Man United teams. We're at the point now where we need to build another team. We bought Vertonga when he was young. We bought Ericsson when he was young. Um, Kane wasn't even in the well, team. Well, that's the thought, point as well. And it's like, if, you, to rebuild. Look, if you look at um, the Sorry, side... And Pochettino isn't. And so I think that this is now a criticism of Pochettino's game. But he's a young manager. He's never done it before. It's been difficult. And obviously we haven't been able to sign for a while. Sign mm. players for a while because of the restrictions that we've been under. Um, but you look at the team against Newcastle. That... that that's the same side that we've had for you know two or three years. Like there's nothing different. So you know what we're going to do. Um, Carl Walker Peters, how do you think he started this season? I think he's done really well for what he for his capabilities. Like remember, remember this kid was he was given was it his full Spurs debut? Or was it his Champions League debut? Where we needed a result in Barcelona. the last game of the Champions League in Barcelona to get through, 
and he made a massive error after about three minutes after, as well and, yeah. yeah and he's come back and I think he's doing really 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 well like what more could you ask of him he's like Winks was last year tidy neat yeah. not making too many mistakes I think he's been good and also, we don't know the extent of his hamstring injury no um, we hope that he's fit and ready for the weekend because um, without him Aurier I don't know what's going on with him and there's pictures of him where he's been in training but again not I'd really happily included. never see him in a Spurs shirt Foyth's <laughs> out so that, it's that bad. Doesn't, doesn't leave that leaves Sissoko playing right back. I'd rather not have a right back. Isn't, isn't fit. I'm serious. I'd rather not, I'd rather have Toby out there and say do not go beyond the halfway line. Or he does something like sticks Rose or Davis out there and does that and just has a left that, foot, a left that foot or a right scares back. Because it'll be there'll be I I predict there'll be three errors if that happens. Like there'll be three times when he gets turned the wrong way, yeah. which he's not used to. Bumiyang, I think, is one of the best players in the league. I know people don't like him. I think he's brilliant. He's a good centre-forward. He's like. absolutely brilliant, but he comes in from wide and he's quick and he's tricky and Lacazette is, is not great for them. But are we going to talk about Arsenal? Let's talk about Arsenal. I think we'll, we'll at least get a draw. At least. Cause yeah. you, but you have a look at that those games that we've lost and then in every big game, there's a nastiness which where we step up and we play. Yeah. City last week, City in both games. We beat City at our place, let's not forget, yeah. in the Champions League. Ajax, there's something about... When it's right, we can get it. Yeah. Either that or we'll get smashed. Like, and I really mean smashed. I, I, I literally... History and previous experience of Arsenal away just says to me that we'll, we'll, get, we'll get beat because that's... Uh, sadly, that's what we're used to, especially in the Premier League era. You never know. Anything can happen in the derby. Um, it might be the perfect game for us. We're not playing well, really struggling, squad's not together... Arsenal away if you can't get up for that what are you even doing playing it could, it could be that kind we're gonna of game. win it we're going to win it you heard it here first triple captain Kane <laughs> so we'll see what happens I would bite your hand off at a draw absolutely bite your hand yeah, if you yeah. offered me a draw even if you said to me it'll be one or one we'll be in front you know like a, a draw, I think a point would be an excellent result given yeah, that I, Newcastle defeat totally agree it's, it's really early in the season as well yeah. you know and you just hope that we go there, put in a performance that, that you want. I'm sure Potch will spring some kind of tactical surprise yeah, yeah. on all of us. So you never know, but I just think that we're probably going to... I think we're going to have to score at least twice to get something out of the game, totally agree. given how we've started. Um, I think we will. I think we will. We'll see what happens there. Um, let's do a quick fantasy football update. Yes, let's actually. do that. Um, I won't even talk about where I am in the league because it is embarrassing. But if we're looking at the top four, those top Champions four, yeah, League yeah. places, um, Richard Pardy, skipping the hope, top of the league at the moment He's with got 204 points. 204, that's a pretty that's strong start. And he didn't have a great week this didn't week. Have a great I'm not, week not with having a go. He's got any um, Arsenal players? Cause he's got, oh no. yeah, Cabellos is in there. Get out. So um, you'll be being removed from the league now. <laughs> um, Morgan Worth in second with 189 points. Then Sanjeev Kumar in third with 187. And then, believe it or not, Pochettino's tears, <laughs> ASD in fourth with 186. That is a strong, strong start. Coming for you, Sanjeev. I'm coming for uh, you. And then strongest side in the league, Chris Shepherd with Jelly and Dembele at the bottom of the table, 76 points. I'm in 31st, so I can't really talk at the yeah, moment. Shocker, it will be a wild card for me this week. Um, where's Abbas? Is he in the league? Let's have a quick look. He's in 13th, Abbas. So <laughs> this is a guy that always starts the season really really well and then fades out so if he's in 13 for the minute that would be a pretty poor finish for him um, so yeah keep up with those fantasy football uh, points in the coming weeks it's time now yeah. for we are Tom Hotspur quiz 
We are about the glory of the game. We are about playing with style. We are Tottenham Hotspur. I was just looking for one for you because I didn't know whether you were going to do it. Oh, I've got one ready. God uh, So what I'll do for this feature is I'll give you a previous Tottenham game, uh, the date of that game, and then I'll name you about half of that starting 11 yeah. and it's your job then to fill in the rest of the team. I look like a tit in every one of these games. So this is Tottenham 3, Arsenal 3, April 2011. Oh, yeah, I, was, I think I was there. I think, that, I think you got a good chance. If I was, I'm pretty sure I was there. This chance. is my era. This is, yeah, exactly. No pressure. Um, so Spurs played 4-4-2 yeah. uh, in this game. So the goalkeeper in that game was Jorelio Gomez. Yeah. The right back is a question mark. The first centre-back was Michael Dawson. The second centre-back is a question mark. The left back was Ben White-Suicotto. Right-hand side midfield was Rafa van der Vaart. Yeah, the he guy. scored. Centre midfield was a question mark. Yeah. Other centre midfielder was Luka Modric. Left-hand side of midfield was Gareth Bale. Yeah. And the two centre forwards, the first one was Peter Crouch. Yeah. And the second one's a question mark. It's a lot more question marks than usual. So I need the right back, centre back, centre back, midfield, centre mid, centre forward. Centre forward. Okay. So right back, Choluka. Smashed it. Centre back. Now it could be King or it could be out. King? It's not Ledley King. So could it be. It's not Bassong. Not Bassong. Kabul? Not Kabul. Kabul came on for Koluka in this game, but not Kabul. So who else was there? This was a centre-back who divided a lot of opinions controversially when we signed Sarah. him. Centre-back. Centre- the other player. <laughs> 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 Amazing. That's Amazing. That's bad. It's, I, you know what I'm talking about. It's, we got him and Adebayo at the same time. His name's Gallas. Gallas. Yeah. William Gallas was at centre-half. So centre-mid. It must be defensive. So I'm assuming it's either Palacios. It's not Palacios. Or Sandro. It's no, not it's Sandro. Bit, is it... Uh, the one who's kicking racism out of football, whose name is Zakora. Yeah, literally kicking. Yeah, that. if you haven't seen that, Google Zakora and kicking racism out of football. So it's not any of them. Not Didier Zakora. He scored in this game. The other centre midfielder. Not Janus. No. Crunchell. No, it was a lovely goal. Uh, Huddleston. With, with Tom Huddleston. And he pinged it. Into the box. And it, it doesn't touch the floor, but it just floats above. Yeah, and Van der Vaart jumps over it. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. In, doesn't it? Van der Vaart scored the penalty and went and gave the shush. to. It's my favourite celebration. He scored twice in this game. Oh, yeah. So you, I need the other centre-forward Defoe. that was up there with Crouch, not Defoe. What? Pav. Pavlichenko. Roman Pavlichenko. So this was a this was a crazy game. So Walcott scored for Arsenal after five minutes and we were a goal down. Oh, then yeah. Van der Vaart scored after seven minutes, so two minutes after that, and that was the goal where he puts it bottom corner and goes over giving it to the Arsenal fans. Best celebration ever. Then Nasri scored on twelve minutes, which was minutes. like a This was my first North London derby. Was it? It was yeah. a great game. Nasri shot from just outside the box like dead straight, but it went through through yeah, some bodies yeah. and Gomez couldn't save it. So that was two one Arsenal. Van Persie made it 3-1 on 40 minutes. At that point, I'm sat there thinking, this is going to be an annihilation with yeah. trouble. And then Tom Huddleston, right on half-time, scored yeah. that cracker yeah, yeah, yeah. from outside the box. And then Van der Vaart got a penalty with 70 minutes gone. And I, I remember, I think it was Crouch, it might have been Pavlichenko, missing a great, ch- a great chance for 4-3 with about 20 minutes to go, 15, yeah. 20 minutes to go. Um, 
wasn't to be. The Arsenal side that day, by the way, some of, some of these players, Sanya, yeah, excellent yeah. right back, they had Koscielny and Juru centre half, which is not great. Kalisi at left back, who was a solid Decent. player. Diaby, and Diaby, Fabregas, and Nasri. As the, Decent. And Song, sorry, as the midfielders. And then Walcott and Van Persie. I mean, Decent. That, that Arsenal side was pretty strong, wasn't yeah. it? Did you see Van Persie on League of Their Own? No. Um, he basically just said, I loved Arsenal, but I also made the right decision. And uh, I, I, I still agree. It's true, though, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. It's true. You, you won the league. You can't even really criticise the Can guy. I ask you, Tottenham 5, Newcastle 0. Do you remember this? Were you th- at this game? I wasn't at it. I remember watching it. So this is the game uh, where the, Harry Redknapp had just, like, the day before, or that day, um, they had said he wasn't going to go to prison for financial uh, ill play, whatever it's called. And... Um, he w- it was all the talk about him becoming the England manager yeah. and so Spurs fans for most of the game were singing we want you to say Harry Redknapp which I was a bit embarrassed by but whatever I'm just going to ask you I'm we gonna... were phenomenal that game Spurs was it 4-0 at half time it was 3-0 after 20 minutes yeah. but and it, it was just like a wave of emotion it was just it was just I mean, we were tuning up after six minutes. Saha got two, didn't he? I was going to ask you to score. It was his, it was his debut. Saha he didn't got... score first. Who scored first? Did Asamikoto score? Asamikoto scored first. I know Saha got Saha, two. Then Saha. And then... I know Adeboyle was playing up front, but... I... He got one. He got one. And didn't he... He, he injured himself. He got four himself. assists, didn't he, yeah, in that yeah. game? He injured himself by sort of volleying it, turning a volley into someone's foot. And then who else scored in that game? So... This is the kind of game that, like, a Nico Cranshaw... Boom! Is it? That's the kind of game where he comes on and gets a goal at the end. He Absolutely did it again. brilliant. Remember when we funked Wigan? And he was like, if I we really ever hammered someone, he'd just yeah, come yeah. on and get the fourth goal? Yeah, I'm going to read you the team. It was Brad Friedel, Carl Walker, Michael Dawson, Ledley King... Uh, Benoit Asuricotto, Nico Cranchar, Luka Modric, Scott Parker, Gareth Bale, Adebayor, Luis Sahar. I'm going to ask you the three substitutes. So uh, the first substitute, we had the double substitute. Uh, Luis Sahar got taken off for another striker and Gareth Bale got taken off for another winger. Um, Pavlachenko? Nope. Come on. Uh, Darren Ben? Nope. Defoe? Bit late. Yeah, Defoe. Defoe. Bale for a winger, that's easy. Aaron Lennon? Yeah. Now... Lendy King got taken off for a centre back. In the red nap era. In the red nap era. I'm so just trying to think of a the slowest player Tottenham have ever had. Ryan Nelson. Ryan Nelson. <laughs> that might have been Ryan Nelson's debut then, because it was Louis Saha's debut. That wasn't it. Yeah. So it would have been Nelson's because we, we signed them both. I, I, I remember this. And we bought Saha. Uh, and he hadn't scored for about 25 games yeah. from Sunderland, I think. Everton. Everton, sorry, but he's ex-Sunderland yeah. player, wasn't he? Um, I'm going to read you the unused subs because there's one name I haven't heard in years Colo Cotuccini Spurs yeah. legend AC Milan game Danny Rose Jake Livermore Bongali Kumalo <laughs> he didn't ever play that's probably the closest <laughs> especially with Ledley getting injured that was the closest he ever came to playing yeah their team he's was... still only about 26 as well wasn't he <laughs> Tim Krul Danny Simpson Mike Williamson Colicini, Santon Gabriel Obertan Guthrie Perch, Gutierrez, Denver Bar, Pat Pissise. That is a shocking side. So not a bad strike force. That is a shocking they had side. Ben Arthur and Charlotte Amiobi on the bench. Yeah. I remember that. But that, that window where we signed Saha and Nelson, I remember Cheap. we were we were second at Christmas. Yeah. And we were we were in it. Yeah. And I remember reading in the paper we were trying to get Tevez because it was when Tevez was an outcast at City. Yeah, yeah. And I remember thinking if we bring him in yeah. and then we saw Ryan Nelson and Louis Saha <laughs> and we think what scraped fourth will probably finish fifth. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. Um 
Well, it's just mad how much the team... That doesn't feel like it's that long ago. Like, I know it is, but it doesn't feel <sighs> that long ago at all. Eight, is it eight, eight years, years ago? I just... It, it feels like yesterday to me. It does. It does. But then you forget two years at Wembley. Yeah, but then, if you go back to then and then go back eight years, that's 2003. And you go, like, the players that were playing in 2003. Oh, I mean, we were absolutely I'm guessing Simon no Davis would have been Absolutely no. Then I did find, Capo. so I was clearing out a load of my stuff uh, last week because yeah. I moved. And going for like, all old Spurs bits and all that. And my dad came across... Spurs Arsenal FA Cup semi final match day program. That is brilliant. Match day program. Brilliant. And it's, I mean, it's dusted, but it's still in decent nick. Yeah. And we were like flicking through it, and it was just amazing. Like, programs now are nothing like no, that. No. It's just literally half of it is pictures of players, which you can cut out or whatever. Yeah. It's amazing. There was a massive, like, double page photo of Justin Edinburgh, brilliant. which was just like, that's, that's mad. Um, but it was it was absolutely brilliant. I'll try and I'll try and find it when I'm next there yeah, and yeah. take pictures and put it on the Twitter page because it, it it was amazing. It's like yeah. that has literally been in the cupboard for thirty years. Amazing. It's mad, isn't yeah. it? Um, yeah. Anything else? I haven't got anything. Nothing else. Well, look, fingers crossed for the Arsenal game. If we oh, get out there with yeah. a draw, amazing. If if the miracle happens and we come away with three points, that will be absolutely sensational. So we'll see what happens. But yeah. remember, whatever does happen. Future's bright, future's lily white. Come on, you Spurs. I always thought there was very, very many people interested in football, and I always thought that football was a very important game, but I never realised until today just how important it is. Whether the Wonder Boys of White Hart Lane are or are not the team of the century can't possibly be more than a matter of opinion. Well, they're the finest team in Great Britain, and one of the best in the world. We are about the glory of the game. We are about playing with style. We are Tottenham Hotspur. The curve of the ball, the billow of the net, the beating of the trap and the picking of the lock, the swiftness of thought, the lightness of touch. We are Ginola, Greaves, Klinsman. We are the collective gasp, the intake of breath, the flick, the trick, the 30-yard free kick. We are Hoddle, Mabbott and King. We are the lob, the chip, the dummy and the volley. We are the hat trick, the scissor kick. We are Bill Nick. That is schoolboy's own stuff. We are the outside of the boot, the inside of the net, and those seconds that last forever. Van der Vaart to level it up. Raphael van der Vaart, 2-2! It's quite a game, isn't it always? We are Jennings, Defoe and Perryman. Glory past, glory future. What was, what is, what's next? We are Blancheflower, Ardelis and Bale. We are about winning with a flourish. We are about winning with style. We are about the glory of the game. Daring to try, daring to risk, daring to dream. To dare is to do.
Tottenham 